and welcome to the Drunk Dial Podcast. I'm your host, Dak Michaels, and with me as always, my co-host, Cinna McDonald. <laughs> I was like, she's not going to get me this week. <laughs> On the ones and twos, the wheels of steel, Thaddeus J. McKee. That's daddy and gibberish. Hey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How are you doing? I love that they're on the table is just dicks out from our other podcast. Uh, I've just been playing with soap. it. <laughs> I've just been vibing with it, too. I'm just like, I'm, I don't like my automatic response to grab it. Yeah, it's well, I mean, trust me, when they were gifting them to us on our on our show, yeah, it was like, I don't know how to hold this. I don't know how to interact like, with this. Like, like I'm like <laughs> either holding it like an AK. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is very threatening. I understand what women have been talking about now. And we make it a job for a reason. You're fucking welcome. Don't ever come at me with disrespect. Oh, yeah, I feel powerful. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I feel like I feel oh, everything. <laughs> come correct. Just come correct with some manners. This is like that new show, The Power. <laughs> Have you watched that? I'm obsessed. No, I haven't. But I'm just thinking. I don't want to keep. Okay. I'm sorry. Well, you shouldn't be here. Put the penis down. Dicks Put out the for- penis down. Dicks out for Harambe. Dicks out for Harambe. You got, Dated references. You got soup and a dick and a white claw. What's going on here? <laughs> I got soup and a dick. The soup was very good. Can you, can you tell them what you made? Um, yeah, we had a, uh, we had a pop-up and so we had to make a, like, I think we made five different things with smoking goose products. Um, and so I made a soup with the fennel sausage. It was a fennel sausage and white bean soup. And I started, I had Friday off, so I started cooking it Friday night and then just left it on a simmer overnight. Mm -hmm. So that shit just cooked for like 10 hours. It tastes... Like, it's seen some things in the best way possible. It definitely has that good, like, I've been sitting for 10 hours taste. Um, I ate the fuck out of that, and then I put the kale in it, and then a little bit of the, um, what else did I put in there? The potatoes that you made. So I just kind of, like, threw it all in the, the in a bowl just now. I, well, you know, like, I make my dog's dog food. Because uh, you're a good dad. In a crock pot from you scratch. Ins- you inspire me every day of my life. So I went to the store, and I was like, I was just going to get a bunch of chicken for us and the dog. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, I'm so tired of eating chicken. <laughs> Yep. I was like, we got to eat something different tonight. I, um, I've been good about not eating chicken as much the past like few years. I've just been on my pork and beef kick. So like when I have chicken wings, I don't get tired of them too much, but man, I've been about some pork shoulder and baby. Do you cook at home? Or are you a, I cook a lot at home. Yeah. Like on days where I don't have shows, um, I will, you know, sometimes I do a meal prep, but most of the time I'll just like, I love cooking for myself. It's weird to talk about cooking with you because I don't, we don't, <laughs> you do it. <laughs> you do it so It's very often. personal. <laughs> it's very personal. It's too intimate. Do we finally find the thing that you like <laughs> clam up about? Oh no, I love cooking so much. Like uh, the last summer I made a whole lot of like, I made um, carnitas like a lot. Got big on a steak. I really enjoy making ribs. Like this summer, bitch, yeah. it's grilling season. Grilling. I think we're going to do a Heart of Brunch uh, uh, away game. But what we're going to do is we're going to do like reverse. Like we're going to podcast and get our podcast done in the afternoon. So smart. Yeah. And then go to the drive-in and <gasps> do like a grill out party at the drive-in and have like a bunch of comics and, and, and stuff. When? I don't know. We'll have to figure out a date. But oh, that sounds so fun. On a Sunday night for some time. I'm going to fucking nut my pants. That sounds like a beautiful evening. Yeah, doesn't it? Um, oh, But my favorite meal right now that I've been making for like the past like five years is just like, you know how you get all fixated on making a thing? It's like your favorite comfort. Like, bitches is my thing mm-hmm. right now. I really like making pasta de olio so fucking much. What's that? Um, You ever seen the movie Chef? Yes. Okay, you know the scene where John Favreau makes that thing for- Oh, Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. yeah. 
the minute I learned how I can make that, I was like, oh, that's getting fucking made regularly. I love the fact that in and John Favreau is a fantastic director. He can do whatever he wants. He can fuck my face. But like, uh, nope. I that <laughs> that movie came out like right before I opened my food truck and graduated culinary school. So it was just like, have you seen the movie Chef? Have you seen the movie I'm Chef? I'm so have sorry. You seen the movie Chef? No, no, no. It's fine. And I have seen the movie. It's a great movie. But it's like. It's like if you showed like a like a lawyer like a courtroom movie, you'd be like, "You've seen eh. the movie Liar Liar." Yeah, you'd be like, "Yeah, this is a this is a cute movie. No way any of this would happen like this." You it know? doesn't go down like that. No, you can't just drive across country and like pull up wherever you want and start selling food. You know, oh like, my god, there's permits. There's anyway, but uh, also like John Favreau. Like I mean, like. If he wasn't John Favreau, I guess if he's a, you know, if you're a celebrity chef, you can do whatever, but he wrote himself a movie where his two love interests is, uh, uh, what's her name? Sofia Vergara. Yeah. And then, and then his side piece is Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something right now. And that I'm going to blame society for this, but I also think John Favreau's dummy fucking fine. He's a half Italian, half Jew man. He's fucking big. I want to climb like the sexy redwood he is. Guts. Yeah, well, and there, there, there has been a proven track record of dirtbag chefs that are pulling women way out of you know their why? league. Because they do, y'all. Okay, let's. I'm gonna track it down to this because it's not even just that they're a dirtbag. It's not even just that they're specifically chefs. Any person that is meticulous about a craft, anybody who's like, I'm talking guys who are into fucking Legos. I'm talking guys who play D and D. I'm talking chefs. I'm talking guys who fucking like music. Really, hundred percent of the time they finger so fucking good, except for. <laughs> like drummers they can't their hands are all weird but like most of the time guys that are meticulously doing things and planning and organizing they also get meticulous about vagina and i mm. appreciate your services gentlemen i do think that, i do think there's a thing where because like i think any i any anybody that is comedy i'm like i was like oh i kind of have a crush i, I kind of have a crush on every comic because I'm, you you I get I get to see what the audience sees. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I get to see you at your best doing. It. There's definitely some comics that like I'm just like I I'm surprised that I think that I have any whatever. But it's like it has to be because they're a comic because this is not the person. This is not the body type. This is not the attitude. This is not my vibe. This is not my vibe. But there's something about their fun. And I'm always like, oh, and I think that's why I'm always like, oh, I can never date a comic. But because I'm like, I kind of have a crush on every comic. You know, it's kind of like I also said, uh, any girl that rides a bike is immediately 25% hotter to me, like a bicycle. Like, like, a, like, like are we talking like like a Zoe Deschanel type of bicycle or like yeah. professionally biking? No. Any bicycle. Any bicycle. Hmm. Just, I think it's because it just tightens everything. It, it, you know, it's like heels almost. It tightens up all the right muscles. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, you look. But it's, uh, uh, what I'm saying is comedy is like a bike for the inside. <laughs> uh, <laughs> not a bike for the inside you, you didn't know if you liked that or hated that did you it sounds like a like something how a dad would describe those motor dildos you see <laughs> or it's like a jackhammer it's like a bicycle for the inside that's what you sound like i just i know i just i've heard a lot of women comics be like um uh, that a lot of guys are like threatened by like a funny woman. And I'm just like, I find it very endearing. Like there's people that I wouldn't even, I didn't look at twice and then oh, didn't even know they were comics and then watch them like have a hot set. And I'm like, yeah, she, she pretty cute. She pretty cute. <laughs> oh, that's really funny. Yeah. I feel like a, a very large, at least 60% of the specifically males. I'm just going to talk about them. Cause I don't really like definitely girls are a, a different 
thing in general. Yeah. But dudes that have hit on me, I get told a lot that I have been I'm intimidating, but they've only seen me on stage. Yeah. So they're like you just like are really intimidating. I'm like, oh my god, little bitch, you nervous, <laughs> you little pussy. <laughs> I don't talk to him like that. Um, and that. And that works for you. <laughs> but the ones who are like enamored by me, but they're still like, oh, wow, you're just so cool. You're just so cute. But they don't think I'm intimidating. I'm just like, those are the real ones because they're like, they can hang. Mm. Yeah. They don't get nervous. The nervous ones, I'm like, well, you're not going to hit because you're being too weird right now. Oh, you like a little aggressiveness. No, it won't say that. I'm just talking <laughs> to someone who's comfortable. You like someone who's just going <laughs> to. Oh, my God. I have to tell you what I said to fucking Thad. So I come in. I'm like, dude, NASA's going to be getting a hold of me for the black hole that's between my thighs right now. He's like, what in the fuck? Yeah, that's a weird thing to say. I just had a really good weekend with. Oh, yeah, yeah, I was just getting smashed into oblivion and I. My legs hurt. Yeah, I remember when you started doing the show, you were married and very, <laughs> very different times. Oh, I, I very different energies. I don't think I talked about my husband's dick on here. Did I like respect his yeah, stuff? Yeah, you did. No, yeah. you did. Oh, I did? But not in detail, but you'd be like, yeah, it's great. Yeah, no, the thing is, that's the thing that made me mad. Yeah. It's like, we were married and that man could fuck. Why not though? Why not, dog? Mm. Why not? Well, we're good now. We're fine. Yeah. We're divorced. Yeah. You guys became roommates. Yeah. yeah. It, it happens. Be, it happens to happens. the best of us. It sure does. <laughs> well, that's scary. Like, that seems like a, oh, sorry, a scary movie. I don't mean to. No, it really was a scary movie, especially for me. You see this little face? This is somebody who's just like out here trying to. Because you're out here trying to get it sometimes. I'm Look at me. Okay, I'm not going to lie. There was a time where I was a little entitled about it. I was like, I am hot. This is the hottest I'm ever going to be. And if I don't fuck why I'm hot, I'm going to be so mad. Yeah. <laughs> I was a little mad. Yeah, I think there's something that's just unfortunately not sexy about like being domestic like paying bills and like you, you can, know no you can be hot and be I'm domestic not, i'm not saying that it can't but i'm just saying for it this is the thing that affects a lot of people it is. you know it's a, a thing a very common occurrence of people breaking up i think is just like you get comfortable you get complacent you get you don't there's no surprises anymore yeah and like you know when you're like first dating somebody the shiny and new thing is so fucking fun yeah but it's not sustainable no. like you have to be able to work on it and try different things not saying like go out and be like open relationship it's not for everybody but like just you know talk talk about your shit even though it makes you want to vomit yeah i also think i don't know like i'm i'm a i'm a like i'm to the point now where i don't know if i would ever cohabitate with somebody like a partner yeah Ooh, i feel like I, the way i see it like if i was to cohabitate with a partner bitch we get in a house with two fucking maybe three rooms i want my own room mm. and maybe every now and then we cuddle and we fucking stuff but i'm trying to have my own personal space mm -hmm. because i feel like that was i mean it definitely did help in like my marriage that we did have our own separate things but yeah. then it like there was no good intimacy intimacy middle spot i think it's important to find that middle ground that like makes your relationship fun but not just like existing next to each other mm. Mm. i have a dream of being uh, not poly but uh i guess like what, what like having like two or three girls in different cities you know but it's all above board it's not like old school it's not all like above trucker board, dad energy but it, yeah a little trucker dad energy but just like i know a few people who do that they like literally have shorties in different area codes yeah they're just like they they're safe they're 
but you're honest with everybody. Everybody knows what's going on. And all those people are also doing literally the same thing. Yeah, and it's like, this is, look, this is my lifestyle. This is my schedule. Like, I travel around, blah, blah. When I'm in town, can I please make love to you? Yeah, we can hang out, you know, whatever. Because, like, I feel like I'm, like, a... Uh, I mean, it's been a it's been a while since I've had any kind of. I got like relationship PTSD out of my last two relationships, mm-hmm. and then I went. I did as you said the whole thing pretty gang, gang. pretty yes, heavily yes. after the last one, and that just I it I got so burnt out that I stepped away for. I've, it's been a long time now where I've stepped away because it was like I got burnt out on relationships, and then I got way burnt out on the whole shit, and then it was just like I need a substantial like work on me phase oh so healthy um so i've been doing that for a while but um yeah i think that um i think that even you know before then it was a thing of just like man maybe that's just the the way it needs to be for you (laughs) yeah and like not like and the thing is like whoever you decide to be with you probably will have to compromise in some aspect which is fine and normal to do but i think that is like a nice idea of like man i just want to be very like Basically, Polly is what it sounds like. Like, I would just like to have, like, my shawties in different area codes. Okay, but, but here's the thing. I couldn't be Polly in Indianapolis. I couldn't be, like, I'm like I'm not running into some motherfuckers at the grocery store. Yeah, sure. You know, like, ah! like we, we got to spread this shit around the, the country. Oh, I am a firm believer in that. I was just talking about this the other day. I, I made a choice this summer. Y'all saw me post-divorce. What was I doing? I was hoeing in these streets, and I made a fatal mistake of hoeing with a lot of people in the same area code. Mm. And I'm going to tell you something right now. I don't like that I got to see them all the time. And it's not on any bad blood, like, yeah. at all. Like, none of the people I hooked up with, like, besides the whoopsie relationship I was in. But, like, all the, the shorties that I was hooking up with, like, it was nothing sour afterwards. I was, like, I was one and done. But it's, like, it's not cool to see your face all the time. You know what I like? <laughs> I like going out of town. Yeah. We'll hook up when we hook up. Yeah. I love the the idea of the out of, the girl that lives in a different zip code. It's hot. Yeah. Like, I don't have to know about your friends. I ain't gonna meet your family. Mm-hmm. Oh, guys, remember my shorty who lived... Oh, God. I had one. He was, like, one of my top-notch favorites, but it was, like, a two-hour drive, and it was great. Yeah. He wasn't asking about... me. I mean, we'd ask each other about each other's lives, but he's not gonna see my mom. I'm not gonna see his. You know what makes me... You know what really turns me on? One of my biggest turn-ons? What? When I look at a girl's social media, and we don't have any friends in common. Yeah. Zero <gasps> mutuals. <laughs> The person I really recently started dating, we had no mutual mm, friends. Like maybe her family did, maybe her whole family did. <laughs> <laughs> but I do like the fact that I'm like, oh shit, you don't know dick about me. Mm, mm. Not that I'm like p- trying to like portray myself as a different person, but like, yeah, this is neat. This is new. Yeah, or yeah. I, I mean, I think like so much too. It's like you get so attached, uh, not attached, but like sometimes you can be so lumped into like a a a previous relationship Mm -hmm. you know like there was a thing like um where i was a lot of people like knew like my ex and like we were like still like really good friends but it was like even when i first started comedy it was just like i feel a lot of people associated me with with her Mm -hmm. and then even after we broke up and then it was just like it's almost kind of spoke about in the same breath you know and it was just like i was we don't i mean We've now been broken up longer than we dated. But Damn. so it's like finally to the point of just like, okay, I think that association is done in that way. But like, that's a very nice feeling. Yeah. It's, it's weird. Cause like, I've always been such an independent person. I didn't get into a, uh, like long, my sh- longest relationship until I was 30 was three months. And then, and then, so I went like, I had like a whole like young adult life 
of just wiling. And then that's so I feel like that's healthy. And then at thirty, I dated someone for six years. And then the next girl I dated for like two and a half, almost three. Mm. And then there was, you know, whatever in, in between. The what have yous. The what have yous, the what have nots. I've always been in what like have nots. I've always been in like long term relationships, like mm. since I was in high school. Mm. Um and then they're they're always sandwiched in between some mild hoeing, some yeah. sometimes some alone time, but most of the time I've I've been in long term things. I like a relationship because you know why? I don't want to have to get tested regularly. It's nice just fucking one person sometimes. Sure. There, I said it. Yeah. I'm brave. Sure. I feel like, man, I feel like it's, I feel like the older you get, the more, I mean, for me anyways, it's like, I just, I, I just be looking at people's attitudes and I'm like, I'm like, I don't want to be associated with anyone that's on some dumb shit. And unfortunately what happens is sometimes what turns me on is some dumb shit. So then it's like this, this, this weird Stop cycle. Stop subtweeting me, Dyke. <laughs> so, so it's this weird cycle of the, I know what I'm into and I know what I'm into. I'm not into, you know what I'm saying? It's like, uh, I'm into, uh, you know, for half of it and, and actually hate it. No, 1000%. Cause like, there's definitely been times I've been swooned and charred by somebody's toxic ass behavior. I'm like, you kind of a wild card. It's hot. Mm -hmm. And then you like get with them, whether it's official or what have you. And you start bringing them around your friends. You're like, Oh no, he a piece of shit. They're like, yeah, dude. I'm like, Oh no, this was a whoopsie daisy and a mild on purposey. But it, there's nothing better than like hooking up with somebody and you're like, you got no bullshit. You a grown up? You so grown hot. up? You a grown up? You talking about your feelings? You going to therapy? Hot. I like um, people like, and I think this is another thing that I've learned. Uh, somebody has to have. You you don't have to necessarily be an artist, but you have to have a thing. Have your own. You thing. have to have your own thing that is separate from me. Like I can't become your thing, and I feel like I've had women like my last two relationships like. I was their thing and a lot and probably almost like a project. Like I feel like I was there like fixing up project, you know, and, and it was just, but it becomes a lot of pressure because then it's just like, well, in both scenarios, I still had my own thing. I like to be alone sometimes also. Yeah. And I like to be alone a lot of times. And also just like, you know, I, I remember like going on vacation with my, my two girlfriends ago ex. I remember we had almost like a week long vacation. I came back and like, and like, she, like her feelings were hurt when I wanted to like go do something by myself afterwards. I'm like, I just spent like five days with you straight. You know what I'm saying? Nobody like, does that with anybody. Like I spent like four days with my mom yeah. and it was fun, but her and me were both like, yeah, like, we got to separate. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I feel I've, always, if I've been in situations like that where the person was all about me and I've been the person that was all about the other person. Mm -hmm. It is not a healthy way of doing things. No. You have to be, I think it's important for humans. I'm like, yes, we need connection, but you also need to fucking just create and kind of explore your brain and do things outside of another person. Cause it's called being codependent. It's gross. Codependent. Codependent. Cody just a bunch of Cody's talking about your feelings too much. Why are you telling me this? Uh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> we have a great show coming up. I'm very excited. Uh, we're gonna be talking to uh, my butt. We're gonna be talking to <laughs> Tenna's butt. I didn't want to waste the surprise, but here we are. That's my hiney. <laughs> uh, stay tuned. Hello. Hi, Gwen Uncle. You're on the Drunk Dial podcast. Oh, hi. What's up, Drunk Dial? How are you? I'm doing wonderful. How are you doing today? 
doing great, doing really great. Excited to be here. It's uh, it's the week of the festival, y'all. Yeah, yeah. Middle Ground Comedy Festival. Yes, it's like it's like the Coachella of Indiana. Really, <laughs> that's Ind- what we're calling it. Indochella. Indochella. <laughs> In the Jello. Uh, yeah, for those for those. No, it's gonna pe- be it's gonna be an absolute blast. What um, is it for those of us that uh, that don't know that might be listening? Yeah, don't know well, you've been yeah. living under a rock. <laughs> living under a rock for the last six weeks. If you're an idiot, see me post about it times a day. <laughs> um, Middle Ground Comedy Festival is a comedy festival that can play. Uh, we've got some fantastic headliners. Thursday we've got Mandy McKelvey, Dwight Simmons. Friday night we've got Ryan Singer and then Sirius Black is going to close up the night Yay! with some awesome uh, face melting music. Uh, uh, author of the Harder Brunch theme po- podcast theme song, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Um, yes. Saturday is going to be a day full of fun. We're going to have a vendor market on the lawn. We're going to do some like group shows that everybody on the festival gets to be a part of. There's an LGBTQ showcase where all the queer comics on the festival will will do a show. Um, and then Stuart Huff is our headliner. And then the Bingo Boys are going to close us out with some punk rock. And then Sunday, uh, our, our good friends over at the Harder Brunch podcast will be doing their first ever live recording. Yeah. Yeah. And then Brandy Posey. Brandy Posey will be closing us out yeah. that night. So. She's amazing. I just saw her in Cincy this past weekend. I was taken aback. Yeah, she's delightful, and um, yeah, so tickets on, for Sunday are really a steal. They're only $10, and you get to see both Carter Brunch recorded live as well as Brandy Posey. So. And there's also a local, isn't there also a local show on Sunday? Yeah, absolutely, yeah, so there's a local's only show that I think um, all y'all are on. Except hey! No tennis on it. Tennis on. No, I'm not on the Sunday thing. Oh, never mind. No, I, I think she. She's I think revoked. she has another gig or something. It's I don't because know. I'm sorry. It's because she's not good. She's right? so popular. You were we were talking earlier about how she's not good. Why would you say? Well, that? I mean, I didn't want to say it live on air. Um, <laughs> it's but... okay. It just hurts a lot. It's fine. This is my Leo energy's not fucking falling apart in front of everybody. Oh god. Yeah. Not everybody's. No, Tina, you're wonderful, and we love you. Oh, thank and you. I love you. Strike is full of. Malarkey, He's full of beans, full of beans. He's full and of hash. Full of yeah, I am. Actually, yeah, that's great. So much hash. Uh, what's been going on with you um, outside of running this entire comedy festival? Uh, really, that's about it. Um, I this past weekend, I was in Illinois on the steakhouse circuit. Mm. You know, doing some rural steakhouses yeah. like we do. We, we, I mean, um, you know, we know that you are the steakhouse queen of the Midwest. I mean, that's that goes I am. Without saying. I am. <laughs> When when they are picking out the crown, they're like, make sure it matches Glenn's eyes. Uh, but yeah, so I've been doing that, um, you know, giving some people some Botox. Um, so if anybody uh, on the air yeah. um, wants, to, wants to get Botox, I gave Tennis some Botox. She sure great. did. Yeah, she looks amazing. Uh, um, yeah. But she's too young and then, to get Botox. She's just a baby. I'm not just a baby. I'm a grown up. I know. She's only 19 years old, but here we are. <laughs> Can we start telling everyone that? <laughs> yes. You're poking a lot of young faces. <laughs> I am. I am. Uh, and then and then on your direct order, Dyke Michaels, I'm going on vacation the moment the festival ends. <laughs> hey. Hey, treat yourself, queen. You deserve it. Yes. Where are you going? 
I'm going to Miami. Oh, my oh. God. You're about to do slut things. Yeah. Are you going to be wearing a sarong? Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, you know... I I hope so. I hope I'm going to be wearing someone's sarong by the time this all hey. Wait, what is a sarong? <laughs> sarong. Google it. I thought you kn- It's like that big piece of fabric that you could tie around your waist as like a cover-up. Or you can tie it like under your boobs like you're taking a shower at summer camp. Oh, okay. But you're at the pool looking sexy. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. 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 It's a good way to... Um, it's a good way to set a thirst trap, I think. A hundred percent. Oh yeah, yeah. A lot of lot of angles, a lot of see through, a lot of good stuff. Yeah. Just like and yeah, you no. know you know me, I, I I only set my thirst traps out of town. So. <laughs> Is there a fishnet strong? <laughs> there can be, yeah. No, I've definitely seen yeah. them. Do you want one, Bubba? If you want to buy me one, I don't know if they're. I support your slut behavior. For, I mean, in my type, we could start. I don't. I don't. I think a fishnet would be counter uh, productive because it's supposed to be like a wraparound thing. If it's see through, they already exist. They're like the, they're basically knitting. It's just like a yeah. little like thing, and it's literally just to be hot. I think I do want to start sarong summer though. Maybe that's, that's are you? Ooh, yeah, it's your turn. Sarong style sarong. Sarong summer. Was it last summer that everybody was about like under titty tops? And I mean like. Yeah. Can that still be popping? Because I, it's an unappreciated area. Under boobs, you out here. I see you, and I like it. Yeah. No. Uh, aside from like side boob, it's one of the best parts of boob. <laughs> <laughs> it's where you There's harvest your boob. hand. I love There's a good side boob. <laughs> There's top boob. There's, There's inside middle pocket. Boob. Yeah. There, yeah. Corner exactly. Pocket. There's where where you keep your snacks. Oh, 100% uh, where I keep my snacks and my teeny tiny liquors and tampons. Are, are we talking about pool or, or boobs? I forgot. I don't know anymore. Por que no los dos? Por que no los dos? Oh, I'm sh- yeah. I'm showing a picture. to That would slick back real nice. That would slick back real nice. I'm, I'm into it. Uh, the sarong things. So, sarong summer. Everyone's on board. Thick man legs. Yes, here for it all. Middle Ground Comedy Festival. Do you have a theme song? Uh, I, you know, I don't, I don't know that we do. We have a commercial that you and Dad uh, lit your talented voice acting to, but no theme song. I gotta say, every time I see that commercial, I'm like, that's a really good commercial. We did, <laughs> we really did a good job on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Just yes, yeah, Dad did a great job sounding like Gollum, not Grover, which was um, <laughs> <the goal. laughs> I'm Oh wow. Stop that. That was me. I hate it. But yeah, it's good. Who did the uh who did the animations? Um so Mark Bookwalter did all the the still graphics and then um one of one of Heather's minions, um uh Heather Brogdon, uh friend of the show and um co producer of Middle Ground Comedy Festival. Um, one of the people on her team um, did the animation for that, and then um, one of uh, another person on her team did the the audio. So nice, yeah. Uh, and real quick, I, mean, I know you have uh, a bowling league to get to. You I do it, have a bowling league. We're cutting it real it's close. It's a Monday. Yeah. Get it together, uh, Dyke. I just want to. I just wanted to go back because you had said it would take uh, about two weeks to flatten the curb. Uh, we're we're three years out. Is the curb been flattened yet? Do you think, or is it um, two more weeks? The the opportunity for for curb flattening uh, is long gone. <laughs> uh, it's long gone, and 
now, um, honestly, we should all be on to worrying about the next pandemic. Okay. All right. We'll get ahead of it. We'll get ahead of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next one. So start flattening the curve for that one now. <laughs> Gwen's Thank you so much for talking to us. Uh, oh, thank you for having me. If people want to buy tickets to this comedy festival, where would they go do that at? They would do that at eventbrite.com um, or our website, middlegroundcomedy.com. Uh, follow us on Instagram. You can get all the deets there. You can follow me at Wonder Woman. I hope cool. you, I hope you uh, roll a turkey tonight. Well. Thank you. <laughs> I did roll one last week, so mm. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Gwen. I love y'all. Take care. I love you. I'll see you this weekend. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Lucas? What's up? What up? You're on the Drunk Dial podcast. Wow. Yeah. You know that sound. That's uh, comedian Tana McDonald. Oh my god, you're using the word comedian so loose. <laughs> At Daddy's Jay McKee. Hey. How you doing today, Lucas? Oh, I'm doing well. Oh. Not doing shit. Yeah? Not doing shit. Just... I'm sitting at home, doing uh, scrolling and watching TikTok. Oh, nice. Oh, doing scrolling and watching Netflix. What are you watching on Netflix right now? This is the cutest thing ever. Like, what you watching right now, Bubba? <laughs> uh, fucking I'm watching that you show. Yes, mm. bitch. What season are you on right now? I'm on the last one. Okay, I haven't finished it yet. Is it amazing or is it like extra as fuck in the best way? It's like so trash. It's trashy. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I'm actually surprised you said that because I just assumed that Lucas always just watches like documentaries about vietnam <laughs> <What the fuck? laughs> a lot of ken, ken burns documentaries and... dude i i'm trashy and, like, <laughs> i love like just melodrama i don't know like drama and um like i i watch i watch that i watch like just dramatic shit Super dramatic shit. I do love yeah. some over the top things. Did, did you ever watch? Fuck, what was it? It was um, I how to get away with how to get away with murder. Yeah, I watched the first season. <laughs> yeah, that first, was over the top. It was so extra. I loved it. Over the top. Are yeah. you like a Scandal and Real Housewives kind of watcher? Oh, I watched a little bit of Scandal. I watched um, what was the one? Oh, I forget the name. It's like the very first episode somebody gets murdered. How to get away with murder. No. <laughs> All murders there's, in the building. There's another one. <laughs> there's another one. Murder, I'm, she wrote. I'm, descri- I'm describing like 75%. <laughs> yeah, of the TV oh, right yeah. now. Wait, okay, yeah. wait, who's in it? There, let's go with that. The guy, you know, uh, Lost, you know, the guy from Lost, the bald guy, the old bald guy. Yeah, John Locke. <laughs> John Locke. He's the the crippled dude. He's uh, he's Whoa. in the second season. And oh fuck, I forget. Me too. I know what you're talking it's, about, though. Anyway, it's super like melodramatic, and like every every scene 
is like the most epic scene like oh it's all and then it's over and you're like okay nothing happened <laughs> it was just slow and pacing then, yeah yeah and and then uh but it's good I'll, I'll watch like those shows like instead of sleeping at night. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't sound healthy <laughs> uh no it's not but you know um I don't know. You're, uh, you're you're a pretty good sleeper. We went on the road and shared a shared a, a room together, Lucas and I. And uh, we guys have a sleepover. We did. We had. A, I felt like, uh, well, I shared a room with Lucas and I shared a room with Dwight within the same like two weeks. And I was like, yeah, I feel like I'm in junior high again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like like a church camp. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, you! I'm hollering. Lucas and I stayed uh, up late and talked about girls we liked. Oh my god! <laughs> just poking around, just got your hands so, up underneath your chin. So, who's the better sleeper, me or Dwight? <laughs> oh, that's a good question. Dwight, go ahead and be honest about it. Uh, the better. I don't know. You both sacked out. Honestly, like you, uh, you and me. Like, I mean, I guess both. No, honestly, both. I stayed up talking to a little bit. Uh, Dwight does like a. Uh, a sleep mask and then he puts on like beach sounds what an old bitch so he like he's like you know when he's done you know what I'm saying? he makes it quite clear like hey the sleep sleep time's happening oh my god uh me and lucas like stayed up so fucking late the first because like we didn't we, we we did a show on like saint patrick's day then we went out with comedians for drinks afterwards oh yeah and then we went home and then i think we stopped at like got fast food and talk then, about it and then like hung out and then and then we were like we're just laying in bed like Jack John for like it was like th- three something in the morning by the time we went to bed. That sounds like a very nice evening though. It sounds very chill. Sounds like just some pals hanging out. I love summer camp energy anytime between friends. It's mm. a good time. Yeah. yeah, the the worst is like when you don't when you're when you're stuck with a dude that doesn't know when to like go to sleep, mm. <laughs> how is he still? You're up? just like, you're just like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> so that didn't happen with dying. Yeah, Lucas is subtly telling everybody <laughs> had a horrible time. <laughs> no, I I had a good time. I mean, we stayed at uh, what was that place? I would never give them a fucking plug. That was the worst. <laughs> it's the worst. Oh uh, yeah, that's that's true. Uh, also, I, I stayed at one in Cincinnati the week after, and it was so. I think those places, like those extended stay, blah blah, mm-hmm. are mm-hmm. like all dependent on the management. I think they're like franchised out. Oh, for sure. Like they, they're like subways. Like, yeah, it all depends on like the management mm-hmm. and like how well they clean that spot and. Yeah, and they're, they're, they're usually it's usually immigrant owned, and it's usually like a family. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I've had a story that I've told on podcasts a million times, but I remember like leaving a wedding one time, and we were like, not even the hotel motel we were staying at, we were cutting across like another motel, and there was just like a naked child standing outside oh my god no and like the girl i was with was like hey that's and i was like what she was like there's and i was like i'm so not used to seeing kids in general that i was like obviously if there's like a naked child like their parents right there right like no one's just gonna (laughs) leave like a naked child loosey-goosey in a motel parking lot (laughs) 
But no, that's exactly what happened. And she's like, you need to go like talk to the inside. So like I barged in, like I was the police and like went and it started like tough talking to people. And I was like, there's a naked kid out there. You guys need to get on this. <laughs> Hurry. Get to this. Oh my gosh. I felt, I love that you probably felt obligated to be a, like, a like a figure. You're yeah. like, I have yeah. to go do this. If she wasn't here, I wouldn't give up. Uh, They're probably sailing. like, dude, chill out. That's just a Tuesday night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what, what city was this in again? Uh, it was in Indiana, but it was like in the sticks somewhere. I don't know. No, nah, that's just the country. They don't give no fucks. Yeah. Their babies are fine. They, their bills are paid. Somebody was taking a little heroin nap, I think. Well, Damn it, not at all. Mm-hmm. They, they would be good sleeping, buddy. Heroin people? Oh, yeah, 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 the best. I mean, they can't take a shit, so they're definitely not going to hog the restroom. Well, and they, you know, and they're so sleepy, they forget that their child's wandering around naked in the, <laughs> in the parking lot. Uh, Lucas, Lucas just had a, dropped a special, uh, about a month ago. Hell yeah, baby. Yeah. And, uh, I, I got to see Lucas become famous in real time. Aww. <laughs> like, I feel like yeah. the, well, one week he wasn't famous. And then a week later he's like, I got 50 bajillion followers <laughs> on social media. And I was like, what happened? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 65,000. That's baby. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Does that mean anything? What's the <laughs> What's the wildest comment that you've read that somebody has left on? Um, okay, okay. Today was a good one. <laughs> um, I I just I was I've been debating all day since I'm doing nothing whether to respond to it or not. But this person, I have this joke about how I used to live in a retirement home mm-hmm. and how like how like society like abandons us and we just die yeah and like it's a very dark joke and but she commented like i understand what you're getting at and your sarcasm but if i was there i couldn't laugh at this joke because it's too sad (sighs) Uh, and i'm like i'm like it's one thing not to laugh at a joke but it's another thing to like comment like if i was in the audience i would not like which is so fucking uh, wrong like if i wasn't near you i wouldn't even give you the time of day okay bitch oh ew yeah like i don't i don't know people are weird with me people like <laughs> yeah they are i mean 99 percent of comments are like you're amazing you're funny like we support you but like there's that one percent that like are just like don't know how to like interact. Okay, you have like a big percentage that's like Timmy and Jimmy commas, mm. and then the other percent, the other half is like, uh, do you even call this stand up because he can't stand oh up? Oh my god, gross! And, and like it's like, and these people think they're funny, like that. That's the thing. You don't realize how unfunny, like, the regular population is. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I do. Until you have a viral, until, like, you see the comments and see what people think is funny. And these comments will get, like, 200 likes. (laughs) Like, I'm like, are you guys fucking, I don't know. And, like, you want to support them because they're supporting you, but you want to be like... Ew, don't. 
Like you're dumb. You're dumb. No, there's. I, I totally agree with that. I I think that there should be no comments. I think it should just be either you can only like or leave like positive emojis. There's no like. If you don't like it, you go away. Yeah, if you don't like it, then you just don't post something. If you're gonna post, I feel like also the lack of social skills for people who are in like isolated like small communities. They're stuck in like another timeline almost of like Edge Lordy 2005 human. You're like, hey, we don't. Don't fucking talk like that. You don't have no manners. What the hell? So I posted a, yeah. I, I posted a like a a joke on uh, on on Facebook today, and I'm very, I'm usually very. I don't really post things on Facebook except for advertising, because I'm like it's all gonna it's gonna fall apart in the comment section because. It, people are the worst on Facebook. I feel out of you oh, know. Oh yeah, I'm saying? it's the most ratchet so behavior. I was just like I, but every once in a while, if I if I, because I I never do like political jokes typically. It like you know like especially on Facebook, I just won't do it. I don't want I don't want to turn because I have all different kinds of people that follow me, and I was just like I don't want like I don't my, have the my, energy for that. No. I don't want my friend from high school's Fox News dad to get into a fight with like a, a like a woke comic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, hundred like, percent. I don't need a fight going down in the. But so I posted this and in my head, I'm like, okay, there's no way that anyone could like extrapolate anything like divisive from it. Like, right. I'm like, there's, this is such a, just a a softball, easy joke. And I put, if the algorithm really wants to send a fake bot, send me fake bot requests, stop sending Brazilian bikini models and start sending bearded white dudes holding a microphone. (laughs) It's it's a very soft ball thing. Mm And then people started like like it is. It's also funny because like when I which is a good joke. It's a good joke. When, when I post like, hey, come to my show, or hey, my podcast is doing a pop up, three likes. This is getting like forty likes, right? So I'm just like, okay, this is the third comment. First, it's like, haha, whatever. And then the third comment is like somebody talking about Tucker Carlson getting fired. <laughs> what the fuck? And I'm like, why? Why are you bringing this to my comment section? No, I think it's yeah. negativity fuels um, interaction, and it's very interesting because people well, get like passion. Oh, go ahead. No, you, you, um, you go ahead. <laughs> I don't want to interrupt <laughs> the no. woman. I know. <laughs> That's what we call her around here, the woman. <laughs> the woman, the, the one with the breasts. I, I just, I just made it worse. <laughs> I was, I was the one that commented about Tucker Carlson. <laughs> <laughs> Full disclosure, the woman. Okay, go, go ahead. Go oh, ahead. No, it's literally, I was just going to add that, like, it's just people who kind of get high on drama because they're bored, and that's a big thing. Like, like, what can I do today? I really fucking took a stand bringing up Tucker Carlson. Kershaw, what the fuck his name is? Yeah, and I was just well, like, unbelievable that, because, like, I read it three times before I posted it, and I was like, this is safe. There's no this way. This safe? There's no way anyone could get, turn this into being divisive. Well, I mean, Facebook is the worst of the worst. It's it really like, is. Yeah. It's like, it's like boomers. Because they're learning how so, to use it and they just have no filter. But if I put anything on Twitter, I feel like I'm just screaming into an empty cave. I'm just like, I might yeah. as well be like hitting golf balls all over the side <laughs> of like into Dude, the ocean. I just posted them on Twitter. I always do this on Twitter. I'll post it. And 10 minutes later, I'll delete it because I'm like, I just need to stop doing that because I, I do the same thing on TikTok. I, I'm just like, this is dumb. This I get so embarrassed. Oh. I still get embarrassed. 
There should just be so, like a social media just for jokes, <laughs> and you can. Well, only, that used to be Twitter. You can it o- used to be Twitter. Yeah, right. And then yeah. you can only. But again, I think you could either only. There's no comments. You either can like it or you can not like it. That's all I want. I'm not asking for your perspective, Dan. Yeah, yeah and I hate when people take like a. Uh, a joke and then try to give like a literal fucking argument to it. Ugh. Like we posted a clip from Harder Brunch and I, one, I was excited because I was like, oh, our clips are getting enough that people are actually commenting on it. But then the comment is like asinine. And I was like immediately like, like I had a, a bit where oh, I was talking about how hor- every horror movie uh, is starts off with a woman getting gaslit. You know, it is just like, it's like the first half of the movie is her just complaining about blood dripping down the walls and stuff. And like some guys always just like, no, honey, you're just mad. You must be on your period. You know, yeah. like, <laughs> you're just projecting, ma'am. And, and then somebody in the comments was like, first of all, you don't understand the definition of gaslighting. And I was like, what are we doing? Who are we? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, uh, it's, uh, Yeah, I mean, I mean, Facebook is the worst. I think TikTok is a little bit better. Basically, social media is the worst. But it is the worst. I, it's one of those things. Like social media is so great for people like us because we're out here making art, promoting it. It's great for small businesses. And then uh, there's just fire and gross and like you know the gas station guy that harasses you about anything. It's like that. That's how I yeah. feel about the internet. Yeah. Um, and when, if you're at all different, uh, you know, a minority or like with disability, it's like, it exposes how ignorant people are, which can be a good thing, but can be daunting if you take it too personally. So. Lucas, what do you have going on this summer? What are you excited about? Uh, I'm in New York. Ooh. May 3rd to the 5th, and then um, Boston, May 6th to the 7th. And then we're going to Lexington. Oh, yeah. Me, you, and Tina. Which we need to talk about because they added a show. Yes. Um, May 13th. Yeah. And then I'll be in Chicago in July. So my summer's slowly filling up. I need to get my June filled, but. I'll but fill your June. <laughs> there it is. What? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you're going um, out to New York and Boston. It's like Fievel goes east. It's yeah. gonna be so fun. What do you? Uh, what clubs are you hitting out there? You're Fievel. <laughs> I'm Fievel. Uh, <laughs> I'm doing a show in. So I'm doing a show at. Um. Fucking Gotham. And nice. Then, and then a show at this little improv theater, like. So they're like this same night. So as soon as I get done with my Gotham set, I need to head over there. But I think I can do it. Um, so Gotham, and, and just follow me on Instagram, and I'll post about it. 
Hell yeah. Yeah, baby. Well, thank you, Lucas. Thank you for talking to us. Very excited. Sounds like you got a, a banging summer. Definitely go give Lucas uh, a follow. Uh, he's got his special out now. Um, you should buy it. Uh, or check it. Is it for sale? I forget. How are you doing your special? Uh, Amazon, YouTube, Google Plus, called Public Inconvenience. Public Inconvenience. And where can people find you and follow you on social media? Uh, yeah, Lucas Water, at Lucas Waterfill at, on Facebook, uh, TikTok, and Instagram. And Wait, 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 I gotta, okay, never mind. No. no. <laughs> wait, we're waiting. Wait, 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 I'm trying to look this up. Okay. Oh, you want us to stretch for time? Is I honestly thought he was talking to somebody else for a second. Oh, I'm just no. like, wait, right. wait. I thought he was doing a bit. And I was like, all right, we'll see where this goes. <laughs> no, I don't know. I'm trying to look up this fucking. I can't. Never mind. This is awful. This is a great way to end. I'm having a great time. Stuck the, you stuck the landing, Lucas. He doesn't have to do that much. He's handsome and he's famous now. Wait, wait, wait. I'm trying to find it. Where is this show? <laughs> Just, you're just messing with us now. <laughs> It'd be really fun if it was a bit like yeah. we just not here for 20 minutes. Wait, no, wait, no, wait, this is wait, wait, wait. It's all this should be a bit. <laughs> this should be your closer. I, I can't find the show he was on. This guy. I'm on Wikipedia. Anyway, I'm trying to look up John Locke. I can't find the show. Mm. Anyways, I'm out. I'll let you go. Lucas Warfell. Uh, public inconvenience, YouTube, uh, Amazon Prime, look it up. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Lucas. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Love you. And you can find me uh, at Dyke Michaels across all social media. You can find me at Lumpy Tentacles on, in, uh, on TikTok and on Instagram at Horchata Del Rey. Look me up at Instagram.com at Fad McKee. And we'll see you next time. Bye bye. Love you. La la na 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 na. Found the show. You oh. found the show. What is it? Are we? We're not recording, are we? No, yeah, we recording. are. Uh, it's secret and live. Well, that was well worth it. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> Uh, secrets and lies. <laughs> I did it. Did okay, it. you did it. I can already, I can feel your smile on the other end. You're like, I did it. <laughs> I looked at something online. <laughs> nice.